What's that saying? When it rains, it pours. And for the Miami Dolphins, it is definitively pouring here at the end of the 2022 regular season. Quarterback Tua Tagovailoa placed in concussion protocol for the second time this season after the Week 16 contest against the Green Bay Packers. What does it mean for the immediate sense and for the future? Look, look here today on Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Today is Tuesday, December 26th. I am Kyle Krabs, Miami Dolphins fan, host here of Locked On Dolphins, the co-founder of the DraftNetwork.com. And um, processing the news that it is Monday night when we are recording this, processing the news alongside all of you that uh, Tua Tungvaloa has been placed in concussion protocol on Monday, December 26th, ahead of the Week 17 contest in New England. Uh, the Dolphins, of course, facing uh, at least a one-win if not to win over your final two weeks to make the playoffs. But listen, th this is only heartbreaking news for you if you made the mistake of not letting what happened on Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium uh, be the straw that broke the camel's back for you for this regular season. And I know that the Dolphins in the aftermath of that game, a lot of optimism, a lot of talking about we know how talented we are. We just need to keep chopping wood. We just need to keep going with our process and the results will take care of themselves and all that stuff. And that's fine. But I think it became apparent uh, watching the Dolphins throughout the course of December that whether it was youth and inexperience or fundamental flaws on the team or injuries, that this team was not quite ready to make the step that they thought they were. And for them to be going into week 17 in a, and here's a shudder inducing word for you, a week 17 playoff clinching scenario, which the Dolphins have had the last two years. 2020, you go to Buffalo week 17, chance to play the Bills, and they're probably going to sit their starters. You win that game, you're in the playoffs. They lost. They gave up 50-something points. Last year, week 17, you go to Tennessee, chance to, if you run the table, you'll make the playoffs. They lost, and they got smoked. Well, we're back in week 17, and if the Jets lose in Seattle and the Dolphins win on Sunday against the Patriots, the Dolphins clinch the seventh seed in the AFC. That's where things stand. But quite frankly, from a big picture perspective, a win here really isn't going to gloss over anything. And I think that became apparent for me after the game on Sunday against the Packers. There are some growing pains from a coaching staff and a personnel issue standpoint that need to happen for this team. And I understand taking your lumps and maturation is a part of any position, especially on a football field, right? So not all is lost in the grand scheme and the big picture for the Miami Dolphins. But now on top of this, you have Tua Tungvaloa, who spent so much of his first two seasons in turmoil with Brian Flores, and you bring in Mike McDaniel. And he has the incident in the first month of the season with the, the head injury uh, suffered against the Bengals with what preceded it with a perceived concussion that I don't know was ever formally diagnosed by anybody as a concussion. It was more of a neurological response. I don't know, and it really doesn't matter. What we do know is he's in concussion protocol again for the second time this season 
after the week 16 contest against the Packers. There was a play late in the second in the second quarter where Tungvaloa throws the ball underneath, appears to kind of twist awkwardly as he's caught, smacks his head and shoulders on the ground. Um, Coach Mike McDaniel said to a Tungvaloa exuded no concussion symptoms at that time. Nobody flagged anything. The game went on as continued. He showed no symptoms after the game, but discussed some symptoms with the team doctors on Monday and has since been placed in concussion protocol. So um, I don't know what that means from an ambiguity standpoint. I'm not an expert in this stuff. I certainly didn't become an expert since the last time we had to deal with it. But I came into Monday kind of preparing for talking about some players who have a lot to prove. Some players who this offseason, the Dolphins are going to have to make some decisions on, whether that's performance-based, salary cap-based, so on and so forth. As I said on the Monday show in the post game, the next two weeks for us, we're going to go through and then make sure we do our due diligence on the opponents that are at hand. But this, this big picture is no longer about let's make the dance. And look, if the Dolphins do end up making the playoffs, great. We'll enjoy it for what it is. But there are big picture aspirations for where this team is at right now, and I think that's the gut punch that comes with the news that Tua Tagovailoa is in concussion protocol again. Now, first and foremost, make no mistake: Tua's health should take precedence for Tua Tagovailoa, and the team should put Tua Tagovailoa's health first. It's the most important thing. We're all human beings at the end of the day. But if you look at it from a football scope, the Dolphins came into this with the expectation that we have a young nucleus, we're ready to win. And Tua Tungvaloa appeared as though he took a big step. He played strong before the first injury. He came back. The next five games were strong. He's among the statistical leaders in efficiency, despite the past month being subpar versus the standards that he'd set. And now you have the durability question that's come back into play. And it is unfortunately the thing with Tua that I don't know will ever go away. And the Dolphins, with this season unfolding the way that it has, they're going to have to ask themselves a lot of hard questions with a lot of players. And this is poor timing for Tua for that conversation of what is what are the team's options everywhere? And we're not going to have that conversation today. But I am acknowledging that this development for Tua Tungvaloa's long-term resume as the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins the saying goes, your best ability is availability. And if Tua misses time, man, that's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But as I said, we're not, we're not going to get into that today, but we are going to react to the news of Tua being in concussion protocol. Again, Coach McDaniel kind of left it open as far as whether or not he definitively suffered a concussion. I'm sure that, that all of the medical experts on social media have already chimed in. Um, there's a lot of information we on the inside and on the outside don't have. But um, when it rains, it pours. And for the Dolphins right now, definitively this season, it's pouring. One way that I um, have taken, taken the edge off is with the Ultimate Pro Football GM app game on your phone. This thing is a blast. You can download it on your cell phone. Or you can visit their website and you get a chance to put on a general manager hat for yourself. Everything from hiring the right coaches and coordinators 
trading players, making draft picks, navigating your franchise through free agency, and all the ups and downs of a season. And the Dolphins have seriously uh, experienced their fair share of those for themselves. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your own football franchise, your dream can come true with the ultimate football GM game. Locked on Dolphins listeners can get a 100% free boost on their franchise when they use promo LOCKED ON, all caps, in the game store. That's LOCKED ON in all caps. So make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. So from the Dolphins' perspective against the New England Patriots, here's where I'll go. Last year, late in the season, the Dolphins won a game against the New England Patriots with subpar offensive production, but a surprising ability to run the football. We have all been asking for weeks for the Miami Dolphins to run the football with more frequency and a greater dedication than what they have been willing to show. If there is ever a silver lining for an opportunity to play a game without Tua Tungvalu late in the year against a team that from a personnel standpoint, you can run the ball on, it's going to be a tough, hard-nosed game. It's going to be a close-to-the-vest game, and that is really a game script Mike McDaniel has not shown he wants to play. But it can be done. Are you willing to do it? Or are you going to have the bravado to say, we have Tyree Kill Jalen, are you going to be Robert Downey Jr. Uh, in the first Avengers movie when Loki talks about the alien army that he brings to Earth? And Robert Downey Jr. says, we have a Hulk. Is Mike McDaniel going to be Iron Man and say, we have Waddle Hill? We don't care. We're still going to throw the ball 35 plus times a game. I hope they don't. But that's what I'm looking for. And, and you know, unfortunately, with the way that the month of December has gone, we're in evaluation mode. Well, we were in evaluation mode in October last year. So I'll take getting to December or to after Christmas before we switch gears and we go into evaluation mode. Is it a gut bunch to be eight and seven after 15 games, two years in a row? Yes. Is what it is. I can't control it. I'm certainly not going to give the Dolphins that kind of power over my happiness in life. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And, and with the way that this season has unfolded, uh, you're certainly going to get a little bit more reserved version of me early in seasons moving forward on Locked on Dolphins. We're going to analyze the team, but boy, oh boy, am I going to stay off the roller coaster. Because this, this is a special kind of Miami Dolphins development. And again, it's not over. The Dolphins may end up flipping the script. They may sit Tua for a week. They may, Tua may not miss any time at all. Tua may, Tua may miss two weeks and the Dolphins win both games and you're 10 and seven and comes back in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. And because I don't know how it's going to go, my expectations at this point are zero. And we're in evaluation mode. We're evaluating Mike McDaniel. I want to see with a backup quarterback on the road against a divisional opponent, how are you going to choose to measure yourself? How are you going to choose to come into that game? I don't know how they're going to do that, but I want to see it. And I, I'm very interested in that development for the Dolphins passing game. We've seen enough of Teddy Bridgewater 
and enough of Skylar Thompson to know it's not going to be the same kind of offense. And that is why I think your willingness to run the ball opens the door for you to be a little bit more Shanahan-esque. Mike McDaniel is off the Shanahan tree, but he is not running the Shanahan offense. He's running his own spin, and he has his own tendencies. And now is the time to break some of those tendencies. Have a sip here. Still battling. Uh, my daughter brought something home from, from daycare. So nothing like a little bit of grandpa's old cough medicine to keep us ticking here on Locked On Dolphins. Um, as far as the offseason goes, the only thing I'll say about the quarterback situation and the news of Tua Tungvalo and concussion protocol for the second time this season, it would be irresponsible for the Dolphins and where they are at as a franchise right now to put all your eggs in the Tua basket and not at least get somebody else competent in the room for next year. Teddy Bridgewater is an expiring contract. I, quite frankly, would not be particularly interested in bringing Teddy Bridgewater back. The stylistic clash is apparent. I don't know why that's the case. I don't know why a year after you went out and you got Jacoby Brissett, who is the antithesis of everything that Tua Tonga-Loa does well, you went out and you got Teddy Bridgewater, who plays a conservative style of football, is at his best when you run the ball and you want to run an offense, which you want to throw the ball 35 times a game. I want to push the ball down the field and not check the ball down. I don't have an answer for that. But Miami needs to protect themselves and put themselves in a position where protecting Tua from himself is an easy decision from a football perspective and a person standpoint. From a person standpoint, it's always going to be easy to do, to put the person first. But it doesn't have to be a wind out of your sails type decision to say, okay, so-and-so is going to take the next two games. Doesn't have to, you don't have to live in that world. And unfortunately, the Dolphins have paid handsomely for backup quarterbacks, and that's what they've become, is wind out of the sails. So you don't got to go look any further than Gardner Minshew for the Philadelphia Eagles played for the against the Dallas Cowboys, and the Eagles put up 34 points, and Minshew played lights out for that game. Now, they lost because the defense gave up 40. But Gardner Minshew steps in, and the Eagles scored a ton of points, and Minshew put up good stats. Now, did it look a little different than what it would with Jalen Hurts? Yes, of course. But that would be that's the challenge for the Dolphins. That's the minimum for the Dolphins. And this is also the Dolphins, let's be honest. So I would say let's not take anything off the table for them doing something crazy and swinging big on something, and this being the catalyst and what, at the beginning of the year, everybody called it the, I'm using air quotes here, prove it year for Tua. On the field, he's proven it, even despite the fact that he hasn't played particularly well in three of the past four games late in the season. You look at the entire body of the work, Tua has shown he can play. Tua has shown you can win with this guy. But it needs to be more complimentary football on offense, and it needs to be more complimentary football with what you play on both sides of the ball. But if you look at Tua's resume, his efficiencies, his raw production, there's no doubt he can play. So that's the that's the spectrum, right? And that's how I'm processing this right now. 
there's no outcome that in my mind is off the table for the Dolphins. It's, it's that decision's theirs to make. We'll explore what they all look like in due time. But at a minimum, it would be a failure to the Miami Dolphins and the roster that's been assembled since 2019 to go into next season with Tua Tagovailoa and Skylar Thompson as your two quarterbacks. And unfortunately, that's because of the durability dynamic with Tua Tagovailoa that has existed for the last three seasons. And going all the way back to Alabama, of course, he had the hip injury and he had the tightrope surgeries on his ankles. And he's had a couple of injuries. I believe he had one concussion in college. Uh, he had an injury to, to his throwing hand in some degree. And then in Miami, he has the throwing hand issue uh, his rookie season. He has the ribs. He has the, the thumb. He now has several concussion issues. It's, it's a lot. And football's a physical game. So you have to protect yourself and make sure you have guys that can go out and play. And whether or not Teddy Bridgewater is going to show that he's the guy that we thought we were getting, assuming he plays against the Patriots, and I'm not saying that he's playing. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. That remains to be seen. But the Dolphins, I would largely bet, based off the resume of backup quarterback play they got early in the season when they went 0-3, would be willing to say, we didn't get what we signed up for for the second consecutive year. It's tough. It's a real hard pill to swallow. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy done right. Pick two to five players, and if they go more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to ten extra money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available in the house. Prize Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch, and entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. It's currently operational in over thirty states and Canada. So download the Prize Picks app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. You put in $100, they're going to give you another $100. You put in $50, they're going to give you another $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100. So again, my immediate reaction to the news is this. If Tua Tungvalu is medically deemed by those much more qualified than I am, that it is not safe to play, don't play. I am not a medical expert. I do not know his history. I do not know his profile. I do not know the details of what happened earlier this season, other than he's obviously suffered a very scary injury, head injury against the Bengals. I don't know what the injury against the Bills was. I don't know the details of this injury. So I can't say this enough. Those who are medically qualified to make that decision Make that decision. With Tua Tungavaloa's health, not the Dolphins' fringe playoff hopes that, quite frankly, had cold water thrown on them on Sunday anyway. Make the decision with that young man's best interest in mind because that is the most important thing. I spent a lot of time here talking about football and roster and personnel decisions and Tua Tungavaloa's future and the Dolphins' perspective at quarterback for 2023 and beyond. And I understand none of that is as important as Tua Tungvaloa's health. And I know there's probably probably a couple people who listen to that, man, like, man, Kyle, you're, you're going on talking about Tua and football when this is about Tua the person. I understand, right? But I'm not, a, I'm not a medical professional. I'm a guy who does a podcast about the Dolphins, who loves the team. And I'm going to do the absolute best that I can 
to give the proper perspective. And I'm going to talk about the things that I feel like I can talk about and talk about educationally. And hopefully help you guys sort through this as well. But again, Tua Tonga Valoa's health is number one. So whatever the decision is that is best for that is the decision that they need to make. And that is the decision that I'm confident that they will make. But this is now an extra layer to this offseason and what is obviously going to be a very um, hard-to-digest offseason with the way that December has unfolded. We'll see if it continues to unfold that way or if the Dolphins can dig down deep, get the gut check, and get a couple wins and get into the postseason. I certainly hope they do. But my expectations now have been pulled back. I have pulled back. Because I, as a fan of this team, have seen enough of these, and this is the worst one yet for me personally. I'm going to protect myself from being emotionally invested in that. But we still love the team. We're still going to talk about the team every day, your team here, every day on the Locked On Network. Fins up. I want to thank you guys for checking out Locked On Dolphins. Make it a great rest of your day. I will talk with you all again tomorrow with the latest around the Miami Dolphins. Any updates with Tua Tagovailoa and the Dolphins getting ready to play the New England Patriots in Week 17 in Foxborough. Fins up. Thanks for watching.